Welcome to Songs and Stories, a behind-the-scenes look at independent music. This time out featuring a chat with local songwriter Lauren Wall talking about her band, Simply Put, and her new EP, Hello Baby. Here we go. Alrighty then. So, welcome to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 181. You know, I think the funnest episodes for me, well, they're all fun, or I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I do anything if it's not fun. The funnest episodes are when I get to hang out with somebody who I really don't know, whom I really don't know, and talk shop for 20 minutes or half an hour, like in this interview you're going to hear in just a couple of minutes, and sitting down and so, what do you do for a living? Well, really, me too. And then we talk shop and talk about music and talk about a lot of intersecting friends and things that we do. And it's it's always a lot of fun. And you must think it's fun too, or you wouldn't be listening. And I hope you do listen and think it's fun. This time we're going to be talking to Lauren Wall, who I, he's, she's based in the Santa Cruz area. And I met her kind of on K-Pig Radio just about a year ago. We were both playing on on Please Stand By, the Sunday morning live music show. It's been on for th- over a thousand shows. It's been on for years and years and years. And um, she played before we did with her band Simply Put. I think I was playing with Steve Kritzer at the time on that particular Sunday. And we liked each other's music and kind of kept in touch. And we have been talking about splitting a bill or just crossing paths. And finally I said, well, come do the podcast. So she did a few weeks ago. And since I first met her, she's been really out promoting her new EP, Hello, Hello Baby, and playing like crazy up to Seattle and back and playing at Moe's Alley locally, some other places, Michael's on Main, really just really hitting it hard and playing a lot of places. And she's got a wonderful voice, great songwriter, and I thought it'd be fun to just have her come to the house and sit and talk about what we do a little bit, talk about what she does. And that's what you're going to hear in this interview. A couple of things to listen for um, that I thought were really interesting is when she recorded this EP, Hello Baby, she really didn't go in with a plan. She had some studio time booked. (laughs) It's a pretty bold thing to do, actually, and not uncommon. I did it with my first record, too. Had some studio time booked, kind of had a band come together right before recording, and they went in and kind of figured things out in the studio, which can go really well. Or it can't, or it can be really expensive if you're doing a lot of trial and error. In her case, it came out. This is in her case, it came out to be a wonderful five-track CD. Again, it's called Hello Baby, and um, very, very nice. She's working on a more a more full-length CD. I think in the springtime with a summer release, kind of in the works. So she talked about that a little bit. What I I thought was also interesting because I've been playing with a band this year, Michael Gaither and his new best friends, my five piece, our five piece band. We've been playing quite a bit. Is when you have a full band, quite often you'll get a chance to play somewhere. And if you're with people who are pretty good, they're often in other projects or they have other life commitments and they can't always make a gig. So sometimes you'll find yourself playing with the full band, which is great fun. And sometimes it's like, well, she's available, he's available, we'll do it as a trio. You kind of take who's available and you try to accommodate everybody, but sometimes schedules just don't permit. And, and that's okay. It's, that's kind of the, I, I, we talked about this about halfway through, but with our own band, my band, our band, um, there's times where 
you know, we only have, we can only get two or three of the band. And sometimes we get everybody. Then he kind of promoted as like the whole band's going to be here. So that's kind of what she's been dealing with, not dealing with, but working with, with simply put. And I think it's an, an interesting aspect of having a band is you want to play with everybody. Sometimes you can't, and that can be okay too. So listen for that in this. And as we go through this, um, one, I'm going to plug one of her gigs. Next week on, let me look at my calendar, Wednesday, October 24th, she's going to be at Michael's on Main doing kind of a solo show, not a band show, but there's a series called, and I love the name, Women Who Folking Rock. Uh, it's put on by Janet Croteau. It's going to feature Lauren, Lauren Wall, Janine Mariani, and one of our favorites, Nancy Cassidy, doing kind of a, a, a women in the round songwriter show. It's Wednesday, October 24th, Michael's on Main in Soquel at 7.30 p.m. I'll put the link up on my website. And speaking of the website, if you go to michaelgather.com, that's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com, and look for Songs and Stories number 181 under Blogs or Podcasts, I'll put links to Lauren's website, um, her other shows, her CDs, and anything else of note that I can find about Lauren. I'll put a video up there, too. So have a look at that while you're listening. If you're not in the car driving, but you're sitting around and you're listening to this podcast, Have a look at her website. Look at my website. Hers is called Simply Put Music while you're listening to this interview. So let's start doing that right now. Let's hear the the title track off the new record, the new EP. This is Hello Baby featuring Lauren Wall and Simply Put. And then we'll talk to Lauren for a bit. Here we go.
on the record now we've got we we did we hashed out all the dirt beforehand <laughs> so. did we <laughs> nah, there's plenty to talk about it nice to meet you again um lauren wall i think we met late last year i think you played at k-pig when we played at k-pig and we liked each other's sound and and i've been busy you've been busy and we kind of got you got back in touch with me a few months ago or right after that i think and yeah yeah I Nice, really so nice to be able to sit and actually just talk and chat without, without, without an event circling. Because I, I don't have to happen a lot to these things if you meet people at gigs. But if you're doing, even playing somewhere, you're, you're thinking about playing, you're done, you, you want to talk afterwards. You, yeah, this way we can just kind of just yep. shoot the breeze. Yeah. yeah. So you've been really busy. Yeah, I have been very busy. <laughs> yeah. I've been actively involved in making myself busy though so it's yeah all, it's all uh it's been fun following your following following you on instagram and facebook she's playing here. she's going up there she's playing over here thank Her, you she's got a whole band look at this <laughs> it's it's really it's inspiring and it's fun to see oh thank you yeah it's really fun we yeah. just added a saxophone player how big is your band now uh, well, it's actually like there's ebb and flow depending on the ebbs and flows, yeah. um, which is what I wanted. It's usually like it's six to seven people, or sometimes wow. five. Wow. Or you know, it just depends because um, I've been in bands before that you wouldn't take a gig if everybody wasn't available, mm. and that that's just not realistic no it's not especially anybody. when people when you've been playing a lot you're you either have other projects or you have a day job or you mm -hmm. have family or whatever yeah so we have, most of us have family and a day job and multiple bands right so this is my only band now yeah. but um i just wanted to be flexible so mm -hmm. everybody who plays with me knows that if you can't come to a gig there may be somebody that replaces you for that gig or not, you know, mm -hmm. or we'll just play in different formations or... That's what I'm doing too. You know? Yeah. Like I'm in a five piece and then we're doing a brewery tomorrow and it's a trio because two yeah. people aren't available or we're doing, we're doing a wine around Sunday and no guitar player. So it's going to be me and Eliza, my harmony singer and, but it works. It's fine. It's, yeah. it's more fun with everybody, but it mm -hmm. still works when you have pieces of it. Or, yeah. I or think that's the only way to, it's to actually be able to, to things yeah it's gotta <laughs> be because there's times where i'll go like i'll, I'll get like offered you probably do this too you get you look like you can you play november 26 here and you you like i have a lot of their schedules kind of like somewhere and i'm like well i can get th sure you know and you have to do that yeah. yeah yeah so that's what i've been doing with this band and so i've been able to play a lot more than mm -hmm. in the past plus it's my band so i'm able to just make those decisions it's nice and, yeah. <laughs> so, and plus I've, I've done this and you might do this too about like we did something last year we'll have the whole band for this and that's kind of another like little marketing pre like look, everybody's gonna be here yeah this is gonna be so they're all i think that way it's sometimes you, if you play stripped down a little bit with just a couple of people you can kind of like present it that way too this is a little quieter or whatever and 
yeah makes it a little more interesting maybe too hopefully that's what um actually i'm gonna be doing on october 24th at michael's on main with nancy yeah yeah she was the last and guest Janet. on this podcast awesome october 24th i think yeah okay sure we'll have this up in time for that yeah so for that one actually i'm gonna have my sister sing with me oh how fun yeah nice so i'm pretty excited about that yeah we haven't sung together since uh before she started, you know, having a family. Mm-hmm. We used to be in a band together a long time ago. So this new band, simply put, is this the first band with your name in the front? Yes. Okay. So it's my first band. Your first band. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, my it's just my music, and I'm excited to have people who are willing to just play my music. Isn't that flattering? It's amazing. I know. It's like, really? You want to play my... Okay. <laughs> I know. I know it's very exciting and very flattering. Yeah. Um, so what you nice. so before this you you've been probably singing and playing and writing for a long time. What else did you do leading up to this? Uh, well, probably it was it's been about ten years that I've been in different bands in mm-hmm. town. Just started off as like harmony singer, mm-hmm. and you know wrote one song and didn't play any instruments. So I just learned as an adult how mm-hmm. to play the guitar. When I started learning the guitar, I started writing songs, and so then it took me a really long time to feel comfortable enough to play guitar and sing my songs at the same time. This sounds really familiar. So yeah, exactly. it took I, I was a really like, I was in my like mid thirties, and I'm like, I like music. I want to learn how to play the. And then really? you start. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of a late bloomer. Oh, wow. And then I was like, what if I can write a song? And then, you know. Yeah. So and, I've been I've been writing songs for. Maybe, I would say, like, over the last five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but really now I'm comfortable enough to be doing what I'm doing and, you know, ready to, like, put them out That's there. That's cool. It's fun seeing that progress, huh? Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. But it, I was so terrified of, like, stage fright. I had such bad stage fright for so many years mm-hmm. that I almost quit really? the band that I was in. My sister was lead singer. The Blue Tail Flies. Okay. And yeah. I sang harmonies, and that's all I did was sing harmonies and right. play a shaker. And I was <laughs> so terrified all the time. I, I was like, what am I doing to myself? I just should quit. Like, and you weren't even the front person, yeah. which is... Yeah. yeah. So it's taken so long mm-hmm. to feel comfortable enough to, like, it's been a really slow progression. But you're still doing it. You're pushing yourself but out I, there. But yeah. I didn't quit. Yeah, now I can't stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, now it's too late. I went through. I went through a really similar thing. Yeah, it's it, it's fun, isn't it? It's wonderful. Once you're once you're comfortable getting up there and like do, I was doing whatever the hell it is I do, it's really fun. It's the best. Yeah, it's fun, especially when people actually want to listen to your songs or play your songs. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. It is amazing. Yeah. I just feel like that's that's what it's all about mm-hmm. for me, anyway. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. my family and I work so I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I call my day like I I work from home for I call it the the job that pays for the other job exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah so recap the year because I so we met about a year ago at Cape Pig and I know you toured and you've been playing a lot locally what's and you when did you record was it this year or was that kind of end of so it was we released it it wasn't even a year ago okay. in March um, last year but what happened was I. Like I said, I've been playing for all these years and mm-hmm. just trying to figure out how to play the guitar and sing at the same time. Yep. Um, so for years and years, I've been talking about wanting to record an album of mm-hmm. my songs. 
Yeah, so, you, you get a pile of material. You go, I should do yeah, something with this. Exactly. So I finally was ready to do that, and I had booked studio time. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the band just sort of fell together. Like, it wasn't something I was looking for, and it just happened. Talk about this. So where did the band come from? Uh, so Mar- Mariah and I, my fiddle player, we had, and Mike, the bass player, mm-hmm. we had, the three of us had played together, like, years before for a couple months, and mm-hmm. then we just stopped. Yeah. But um, I'd known Mariah you know, in the same social circle. And I knew she played music at Austin Shaw's um, release party when he first started. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then a friend of mine asked me to play one of my songs at her wedding. Oh, nice. And that was a real, like, you had to get you, you had to get up in front of people and do a song probably by yourself. Yes, so I was like, can somebody do it with me? And none of my band at the time, Fly Paper Blues Band, um, could do it and right. so I asked Mariah yeah and when the two of us got together I mean it's just amazing to play with her because she's so happy mm-hmm. and like that is truly like the epitome of a musician who's just like glowing with love and it's also as far as the for the audience the presentation of ha- somebody happy playing smiling it just makes a better show and it makes them enjoy it even more yeah plus you plus you've got a fiddle player that is so yeah. cool and it reminded yeah. me every time I look at her, I'm like, yes, we're doing this because we're having fun. Yeah. This is why, you know, and it's just, it's just amazing. So the two of us wanted to keep playing together. And then we met Zen, our, the drummer. Mm-hmm. And when Zen played with us, he was just perfect. Like, he didn't play too much. He knew exactly instinctually ah, when so cool. yeah. we were going to have a change or when to build up. It just felt so natural with yeah. him. And the three of us, we, we just thought... Well, I thought, oh my gosh, like this could actually be like yeah, chemistry. A band. It sounds like you have it sounds like you have really good chemistry, and that's really important. Yeah, yeah. And then just you know, friend asked me if you could play, and another yeah, it just kind of all came together. Um, and so we didn't really they didn't know the songs very well, but mm-hmm. the studio time was booked, mm-hmm. and so we just went for it, and they. I love how it came out. It was. I've heard it. It sounds really. Where'd you record at? It was um, at the Expendable Studio in Santa Cruz. Uh, Patrick Breda is. Uh, I don't think I know him. Okay. He used to work at Gadget Box. Oh, okay. Before, um, and he, yeah, he was wonderful. Like he's kind of like one of the musicians on the album because he actually literally took all of our parts and just kind of crafted sound that it became it's a really nice record it's really good yeah yeah, i so it probably took a lot longer to do it that way Mm -hmm. you know so um we're about to record again with andy snyder oh good nomad audio and now we're gonna go in there and know you've been playing these songs know what we're doing so it'll be streamlined process but i wouldn't change what we did no anything it was just really special and really amazing to hear the songs with with all that sound behind them and it's pretty cool like even my husband was like you know i've heard these songs before but i've never heard them like like this and Mm -hmm. it's just it's so neat to to feel it's very exciting yeah like oh this came out good yeah (laughs) wow well yeah and to go in and to go in with um you know booked studio time and not really have and then this 
to not have it kind of laid out as a plan and come out with a good with a with a good recording that you're happy with because doesn't always work that way. Some you you take your songs and I think they sound like and you it can be mixed, but the record came out good and you're happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. It can't. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Which you'll find too. It's also fun, and this is what I did with my like my, my, my third and fourth is second too, is going in with a plan and the players in line and knowing what you want for those songs. To go in with a plan like that, it's a whole different experience because you go in kind of knowing what this is maybe is what you're doing, going with with what you want, and it's kind of like, you know, when you rehearse for a gig, you know your parts, and it kind of gives you the flexibility to kind of play out, play around a little bit live. When you go in with a plan with a record. And you know what you want to do. It also gives you, well, let's try this instead. We know mm -hmm. how to play. Let's try this. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun. I mean, the pressure's on because you're paying for studio time and That's you're recording. Right. Yeah. But it's also kind of cool. Yeah. It was really fun. Like, basically, all the musicians just, and Dylan played keys. And he's just a brilliant key, keyboardist. And we just basically had everybody play along to the songs. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole way through. Yeah. Wherever they felt like they wanted to add something and then right. they just you know copy and paste and like yeah it's 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 pretty cool cut it out you know where it didn't need to be and mm -hmm. added it where it needed to be and and then it's just and a lot of those little like like you know experiments or happy accidents in the studio you get the, the record done you go oh let's play it like this instead yeah let's play yeah, it like so this. now we do we yeah. play it exactly like <laughs> like the record yeah, yeah. and Vocally, it was a really amazing time, too, because Patrick really pushed me to try different things uh -huh. with my voice that I haven't done before. Nice. And so I was pretty excited. But now, live, I have to actually sing. Like <laughs> sing, the record? Sing out. And yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh, gosh. But that was a wonderful experience to uh because I yeah. still feel like I'm kind of breaking through and finding my own mm -hmm. sound. And you'll keep doing that. You'll keep doing that. That's kind of the fun. The fact that you're having fun doing it, you know. Yeah. You'll keep doing it and keep growing and have, keep having fun with it. Yeah. And um, what was my question? Um, it was a recording question. So when's this, this is going to be a full, like, 10, 12-song record? Eight songs. Eight songs? That's, mm -hmm. that's ambitious, too. What's your like, ETA for that? What do you think? Um, I don't really... I would like to have it done by next summer, mm -hmm. I'd say. That's a good plan. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm going to just pay as I go kind of thing. So mm -hmm. we just did all the drums mm -hmm. laid it all drugs, down yep. and so that was we'll do the bass next and i'm excited but right now our band is changing um the members are we have changes going on so i think we're just kind of morphing into something new and that will be reflected on this record absolutely yeah. just like the last and is it still lauren wall and simply put yes. you're gonna keep that's that's like yes. where'd that name come from i like it uh well, my original thought was Project Simple, mm -hmm. um, and we decided, Mariah and I were talking about it, she's like, we're like, oh, maybe that's not the best name for a music project, um, but we liked the idea of Simple being in there, just mm -hmm. because, uh, to keep it simple, just mm -hmm. really to rem remind ourselves to to do this because we love to do it, and not... Simply put, yeah. So Simply Put became our, like, motto of, like... It were I like it when I first I think I heard of the K Pig when you guys were being interviewed and I liked I think John Sanders mentioned too but I like the fact that it's it's just a, it's a nice phrase and it's a band name you don't have to explain 
Yeah, right. <laughs> like some bands, it's kind of like if you have to explain a joke, maybe it's not that funny. Yeah. When a band, where'd the band come? Well, we were doing this thing one night, and that, 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 you know, simply put, it's just a nice phrase. It's a, it's just a really good reminder for us. Yeah. Because it's kind of especially, and you know, I mean, I'm doing this myself for the most part, uh-huh. you know, and yeah. it gets very complex and it gets um, competitive and it gets like intense. That, that's, that's when it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. Or you, you know, and I think everybody does like, Oh look where that look where they're playing. Oh look where and you stand and go, don't do that. Right. Or or, or like right. I didn't know that venue did shows. I should because they're playing and you right. you get a bag off and go, I'm doing this because it's fun and yep. I have these friends in my band and that's the whole point. I'm making yeah, I'm doing what I love. And mm-hmm. so it is just a really good reminder. Like we've we've often said that to each other, just simply put, you yeah. know. <laughs> let's, or the, let's or keep it like, simple. There are like times with a band where we'll do like a brewery, like, um, we've got Twenty-seven dollars a piece. We're like, all right, cool. They're fine. They're having fun. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted it to be. I think maybe the album will be called Field Notes mm-hmm. because um, what a cool phrase. Field is my maiden name, mm-hmm. and you know, Field Notes just that sounded. It was a suggestion one of my friends had for mm-hmm. our band name. Um, but Mariah really likes Simply Put, like so that's them. what yeah. we meant. They both for. work. Yeah. yeah. So this last year, so after Cape Big and you re- released that BEP in, in March, you traveled some. So you, you played, I know you played Moe's quite a bit, or at least more than a couple of times. A couple of times, yeah. Um, well, what happened there was uh, we met Josh Hoover, who mm-hmm. is with Must Have Media, and he's just a really great person to know. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I just basically was, my idea was we were going to have a party at Moe's, mm-hmm. and I was going to sell CDs. Right. And that was my idea. Like, mm-hmm. woohoo, you know? Yeah. And so, through Zen and Josh, they're they're both more business oriented and like want to get you know this is a, a business as well. So they were saying this is not the right way to do it. Like there's a right way to mm-hmm. release an album. You're gonna spend all this money on an album, and like right. you you want to release it the right way. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to do that through Josh, and basically um, after you know. After that, it was like, okay, now, now we're going to try to promote the album. And mm-hmm. so we've just been having a good time trying to play as many shows as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the trick with that, too, I think, is um, marketing can be really kind of a pain. But you, I've, I've tried to keep it kind of fun. You know, like if you do a release party, make it a party, make it an event, but try to, like, you know, there's a, there's a phrase that was an artist in Texas, Terry Hendricks, who's phenomenal, and she has a book called. The part that ain't art, you know, it's yeah, about, and you, and you know, like, like, like you probably yeah. get this too. Once you start playing music, you start getting bombarded with all these people that want to sell you services and, and that can just get like uh, obnoxious and overwhelmed, but you got to find a way to like, you know, market your, market your stuff where you're having fun with it and kind of putting your own spin, spin but not make it, make it like, I got to, I got, you know, take the pressure off. Yeah. And it's tough, but, but yeah. it sounds like you found some people to help you out, which is great. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just, I'm doing more with music right now than I expected to be doing, yeah. so, and I'm still getting uh, energized by it, mm-hmm. so I feel like as long as I'm still enjoying it and keep wanting to do more, then yeah. what else, you know. It's fun when it kind of steamrolls on you, like, oh, this is actually kind of working. <laughs> yeah, I love, I just love having people, like, you know, mentioned to me that maybe a song was inspiring to them or that they've cool? been listening to one of yeah. the songs and really like 
connected with it. Like that's so neat because you know on our day to day lives we don't really connect with people very Mm-mm. much. No, not in a real way. Right, we're working and taking care of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and even if you try, it's just it's just not that easy. No. So. I think that when you're, if someone's, you know, plus if somebody's sitting and listening to a song, you've got them for for three and a half minutes. So it's more than just a casual kind of, it's nice. It's much one. more personal. Yeah. So as far as songs, what are some of your influences? Um, well. Who or what bands? So I, I remember distinctly seeing Mason Jennings at the Rio mm-hmm. several years back and thinking to myself. It was very inspiring, actually. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was the day that I was like, yeah, yeah. I want to do, I want to do And that's just, it was probably a voice in you. I'm, I, I'm speaking subjectively, but like, probably thinking like, I'd like to be on stage at the Rio. That would be my, like, <laughs> yeah. see if uh, opening for Mason Jennings would be yeah. at the Rio, would right. be pretty much a dream come true. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I grew up listening to Ani DeFranco and yeah, Tori Amos, and yep. um, just loved that. And uh, it's a really hard question to answer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have parts of all these different styles of music that I get inspired by. Mm-hmm. But there isn't one musician that I'm. When like, I get that question, I'll I'll list like twenty artists. Yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's an impossible question mm-hmm. to answer. It's fun though. It's fun. Like, who do you like? Well, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Well, well um, yeah. So, and you did a, you did a Seattle run. You went you went up north to Seattle. I think you. Yeah. Where else have you traveled this year? That's. Is that the biggest San Francisco, run? Seattle, yeah. and we're gonna go to Sonora. So just local. Yeah. Not too far. I mean. Seattle was <laughs> was the farthest. So did did Josh kind of help you get these things, or you just, just kind of no, like reach out? No, not through Josh. Um, okay. he does help with a lot of like San Francisco and like more local stuff. But yeah. Seattle is where Mariah grew up. Oh, okay. And so she has this home base there, and she also has um, you know, a few connections here and there. So somebody was able to recommend us to play, and we got to get get the triple door, mm-hmm. and. That turned out really well. Like there nice. was probably like seventy people that attended, and wow. start going back there maybe next summer, right? And then do a couple other. Ones. There's a place in I'm gonna I'll I'll give you there's a place in Reading it's really nice maybe it's it would be like a long I'll give you the information on that. But kids are old enough now, and I have a schedule that's flexible enough that I feel like I can go away for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be little mini. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, I've done know? that too. So, yeah. and it was really fun. Yeah, and start looking at like San Luis Obispo. That's a real doable drive. It's easy to do. There's places down there too. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Just nice. Let's hear a song if you'd like. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I I haven't um, played in a if while. If you'd like. But I have, yeah, and I was thinking I don't even know what song to play, but um, sounds relatively in tune here. Good enough for the kitchen. Yeah. All right. That's what we say. Good enough for Garden Street. Yeah. where we live and earn <laughs> So whatever we're doing to the place, it's like, it's not going to be professional, but it's good enough. Um, it's good enough for this show. Yeah. yeah so let's see. Um, what do you want to hear? I don't know. Um, walk on Water. You want to hear Walk yeah. on Water? Yeah. 
I've had your Reverb Nation thing on loop all morning while I've been working. I really like that song. Oh, really? Yeah. The bit, least bit nervous. <laughs> no. I love the I love the little tempo changes. Mess. Like it's a nice piece. It's Thank a really you. nice piece. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was really fun. Um. And it would be fun to team up on a show sometime. We should keep that in the hopper. I love doing harmonies. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah. And yeah. To do. Nice. Not that I have any time to to do it, but. Same here. It's if like. You ever like need a last minute <laughs> harmonizer? I can <laughs> jump in. Nice. Yeah, so um, we'll see you October 24th with Nancy Cassidy and who else? Yeah, Michael's on there? Janet Curteau. I don't know if I'm saying her last name. Yeah, I, I had an opportunity. I think she's the one organizing it. Yeah, she does a series, I think it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. and I got to play with her at like a singer-songwriter event. Oh, okay, nice. So she, that's nice. That's I think the banner is Women Who Folking Rock, I think that's what yep. she calls it. So that'll be fun. That's why I figured it'd be a good time to bring my sister in. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not going to be the full 
band. It's right. gonna be kind of an in the women, round kind like of thing. women yeah. who like me and Mariah. Yeah. My sister. Nice hanging out and visiting. I'll yeah, see you soon. Thank you. Thanks. I told you that was going to be fun. That was Lauren Wall talking about her band Simply Put, her EP Hello Baby, plans for recording a new record this spring, and a little bit about her upcoming show on Wednesday, October 24th at Michael's on Main, along with Nancy Cassidy, a favorite of ours, who was actually in the last episode of Songs and Stories 180, and I'll link that up into the blog. Um, Jeanette Croteau, Janet Croteau is going to be there as well. Uh, she organizes the series. And uh, Janine Mariani, another local great songwriter, is going to be there for a night of women who folking rock. And if you have never gone to a sort of in the round type songwriter show, it's a lot of fun because it's not typical. It's not a typical like band kind of scene. Usually you'll get people talking about their songs, get the stories behind it. It's very intimate. I think it's going to have a pretty good turnout, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there. I hope you're there, too. And do check out Lauren Wall. Her website is simplyputmusic.com, and uh, it's also up on michaelgather.com under Songs and Stories 181. Uh, coming up next uh, next month on the show, I've been trying to talk to the Coffus Brothers for a while. They have a new album out. They've been playing everywhere. Jamie and Kellen have the, the, the band Coffus Brothers and the Mountain Men, and Jamie now is a DJ on... on <laughs> Almost a chaos show. I'm really old. Um, on K Pig Radio. And um, Jamie has a Wednesday night show that I'm going to be on uh, late next month. But I think before that, I might actually sit down and talk with him and Kellen and um, talk about what they're up to. They've been on this, they were on this podcast several years ago before they even had a full band together. So it'll be nice to kind of get an excuse to shoot the breeze with them. So as always, if whether you heard this on my website, michaelgether.com, if you heard it on the Stitcher app or iTunes or you saw it on Facebook or Twitter or you're listening live on Grateful Dread Radio Nashville or Casey Cafe Radio, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to have some interest in these artists. Please support them by buying their music so we can all keep doing this. And I'll, te- I'll talk to you next time on Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither. Take care.